Tell me, Bobby, have you ever been a gambling man? No. Oh, you. I love gambling. Good. I gamble every day. That's uh, it. That's it. That's what Agent Dale Cooper said in Twin Peaks. Can't gamble just a little bit every day. That's not what he said. And that's why I smoke. That's not what. That's what he said. He drank his cup of coffee and he said, boy, I love coffee and diners. Boy, don't get me started. Gamble a little bit every day. Don't make, don't don't take away the wholesomeness of that guy. <laughs> I love coffee. God, I'm gonna nut from this coffee. It's so good. Fuck. Okay, okay now pull you're my just hair ins- and let me guzzle coffee. Gamble okay, now a stop every reciting day. my fan fiction. Okay. Uh- <laughs> stop it. I told you. I told you not to look at those docs anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I ever added you to them. <laughs> Look, the Discord messages all night from the the, <laughs> the Twin Peaks fanfic channel. I know it's fire, but you you have to do <laughs> no, something. No, it's as, fire. Walk with me. That ooh fuck. <laughs> That's uh. I'm not gonna read fire jerk with me again. Fire, step on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's it I don't... that's the one god damn it man Ooh, we found it <laughs> we found it that's good that's pretty good if I'm being honest that's pretty that's powerful really yeah. powerful so Bobby Gold. what ta- what table are you going to in the casino okay let's uh let's go to the uh oh shit they got pharaoh I'll go to the pharaoh table <laughs> They I thought definitely. this game died out a hundred years ago or something. <laughs> what the hell? They do have a pharaoh table set right up next to the competitive gambling Warhammer 40k. Ah, shit. You know they stopped, you know pharaoh died out because like it was the only like really fair uh, like card game that casinos did. That doesn't like, surprise me. It gen- it genuinely had like a 50-50 split it's like very little house advantage. That makes sense, actually. Yes, you're at the Pharaoh table, and you see actually no, before I you. Play, I want to play Necromolds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, sorry. Tough luck. We only we only have 40k. Well, we also have um the short-lived Digimon card game. Oh shit, do you have the uh, Pacific Rim uh, miniatures game? Of, of course we do. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go do that. But uh, the you, you had to have brought your own. A lot of people are just replacing them with Warhammer 40k figures. They, they can't tell the difference. God damn it. I should have run this joint. Did I say casino? I meant a gaming cafe. You're in a gaming cafe that gambles. That should be a thing. No, I... <laughs> I've seen what what nerds and dweebs spend their money on. I don't want them to even have a single chance to win more money. I don't know, man. Gambling on a gambling on a 40k game seems kind of raw. <laughs> so you're at the what game are you playing, Bobby? Uh, I'm gonna play uh, Caravan. From Fallout New Vegas. From Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Because I'm a gamer. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a gamer. You mosey up to the caravan table. There is the dealer with ice with an icy cold stare and a mercurial look about him. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like a fellow once said... Ain't that a kick in the head? Seated at the table, there is a buxom woman in a long, flashy red dress. There is a tuxedoed man who looks a little spy-like. How spy-like? Pretty fucking spy-like. 
Very, very Sean Connery. And there's a cowboy. A uh, talk cowboy. <laughs> Howdy, partner. Care for a hand? Right here? No, I, I didn't. I, I don't. Right, right now? I'm, I'm sorry. That was mighty presumptuous. We could go to the, we could go to the bathroom. I, I don't. I. The cowboy turns away. He, Damn he, right. He looks very shy and nervous. It's okay. I give him a, I give him a wink. He, uh, uh, oh. he, he does a little cowboy giggle. Oh, and you hear his, hello. you hear oh. his spurs rattle. I'm sorry. You hear his spurs jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. They jingle jangle. He's got spurs that jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Uh, all right. Let's play this card game. All right. Uh, you are dealt um a two, uh a reverse card. I got spurs. Um, jingle, jingle, jingle. I don't know most jingle, card jingle. games, Bobby. This was the fool. The fool, yeah. The the, yeah, the, I got fool. the fool. Um, um, blue eyes, white dragon. Whoa! <laughs> Yo, you 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 lay down your blue eyes, white dragon, and the dealer. He puts his arm across his face in like a a a, a gun shooting motion. He's like, ho 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 ho! I see you play the king's game. And he lays down his blue eyes, white dragon. <gasps> Shit, dude. Are you ready to play some Yu-Gi-Oh? Man, a Yu-Gi-Oh casino would be <laughs> fucking awesome, man. <laughs> that would make me gamble. Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And this is Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the hidden gems and... Fuck, I always think I can do it without the card in front of me. The the what? Where we share with you the hidden gems and secret treasures hidden deep within the Itchy-O game site. This week... Cards! Are they real? Have you seen one? Who are they? What do they know? Cards! They're just like us. We all have them. Cards. The secret killer. <laughs> Alright, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> come back come come back at Back at eight. Back at eight. For more More at eight. Cards. Cards. Might give you cancer. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? They could. Nobody's ever said that they don't. I'm not a doctor. Are you? I didn't think so. Can you check, <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants? Mr. Web MD? That's what I thought. Chump. You don't have a show. Well, maybe, I don't know. We have a show. We have a show. And it's a little video game show about little games, and this week we played card games. Yeah, this one was this one was weird. I feel like I had a lot of fun this this week. I had a I had a rough time. I didn't like very many of them. Really? Of course, I, I think I think playing playing these on a deadline kind of made it more stressful for me because like card games are supposed to be real meaty, right? They tend to be the, yeah, they yeah, the the idea of a lot of variety being in your deck. Yeah. A a good card game is something you spend a lot of time with. Um and I I just I just didn't find anything that really hit me. Um Speaking of which, it's it's my turn, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. So I, I, guess, I guess I'll just use this as my segue. Um, I didn't find a whole lot that really hit me. Uh, a whole lot of really, like, substantive gameplay systems. Or at least not any that struck me in a way. Because, like, a, a, lot, a lot of these, like, I, I know, like, within an hour of, of playing most of these games, oh, this is what I'm going to do the episode on. And none, none of them really hit me like that. And, you know, that's something I rely on because, like, you know, I want to go through a lot of games. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to put uh, a lot of time into anything that uh, just turns out to not be very much. So that, that initial impression is really important for me in uh, my selection process. It's really got to grab you by the ghoulies. It's really got to grab me by the ghoulies. And so 
I wound up selecting a game that uh, not only has a very strong uh, first impression, but it also doesn't have that much uh, mechanical. Well, it it does. It's it's got some depth to it, but it's not like um it's not like a slay the spire or an inscription or a what have you. It's very it's very shallow as far as card games are concerned mechanically because it's more of a narrative experience. And that game is Face Down by Prasas P R S A S. Uh, yeah, this game was developed for the Indie Spain Jam 2022, which uh, th- this gave me the the first experience I- I've ever had with a game of like opening a game, downloading it, um, opening it, and the uh, like the game text not being in English and having to actually set the language to English. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Now you feel like the rest of the world. Yeah, now I know how it feels. So yeah, this game was developed as part of the Indie Spain Jam, and it's basically just a real short, like, 10-minute horror game where you are a young woman facing down this uh, this creature of folklore uh, who stole your girlfriend's face, basically. Fucking spooky, Jesus. And, um... You know, the creature is this dapper man in a suit wearing a mask. And you give him a ch- you challenge him to a game of cards. And if you win, you get your lover back. And if you lose, he takes your face as well. And so th- he he agrees. And the game itself, I mean, I, I don't even know if this game has an actual like name, but the basic idea of it is you both have two cards in your hand and you set one down and you you both turn them up, uh, you set them down face down, and you flip them face up at the same time, and whoever played the highest card of the two... Wait, isn't this just war? Yeah, I was about to say, this sounds like war. This is just, yeah, it's just war, where you take the, 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 the person who won that round, takes your card, and adds it to their score, uh, and you're trying to get up to 100. Yeah, it is just war. It's just war. Except there are, you know, like the the standard cards are part of, you know, a playing card suite, except you don't have any like uh, jacks or, you know, any any face cards. And uh, instead of an ace, it's just a one. I don't remember if there were any special rules in war around the the aces, but uh, sometimes you'll have cards with special effects like a card will will say something like uh if if you lose this round you capture the card that beat you so they still get your card added to their score but you also get get a higher a higher number oh. um and like stuff like you can see the the highest number in their hand that's not a guarantee that you know they're going to play it but you know what's in their hand now yeah exactly and so there, there, there are these minor modifications uh, on top of what I think is the, mo- the most interesting change to the game. So you both have a bell in front of you. And as the game goes on, so the, the, the creature has these rules he implements. Like uh, you can't play odd numbers two turns in a row. Um, or, or you can't uh, play an even numbered card if it's sitting in like the left spot in your hand. And so every time you do, you like break one of those rules, uh, he rings a bell and immediately gets five points. But you also have a bell and sometimes he will slip up or he will try to slip under your nose and, uh, Oh, you and have to catch him. Yeah, you have to catch him because it doesn't Yo, do it automatically. It doesn't do it automatically. And if you're if you're if you like accuse him of breaking a rule and you're wrong, he gets the five points. But every time you do it, every time you do get it right, that's five points in your pocket. That's fucking good. The um, game will cheat you and you the have game, to catch it. That's fucking cool, Bob. Yeah, it's it's really cool how it uses like like the whole game is a deal with the devil, right? Yeah. Like 
and like this game is stacked against you like and like disclaimer i have not won a single game of this <laughs> um i i just know that it's possible and so it it does this really cool ludo narrative thing where the the idea of the game is figuring out where he's trying to you know pull one over your head um where where he's being deceptive and figuring out his tricks and yeah it is it is a game about beating a a deceptive like eldritch being at their own game and I think, I think it, we're finally a real video game podcast. We said the phrase Ludo narrative. Yeah, it took us what ten episodes? Hey, ten episodes, baby! Let's Woo! go! Ten episodes Woo! Ludo narrative special. Yeah, baby! Woo! Uh, but yeah, it, I I just really like how the game respects you enough to not script anything in like that, and it it's still like a narratively satisfying experience. Like you get a really good like spooky scare if you lose the game uh because like the the whole thing is just this dreadfully atmospheric um build up of tension where you know the uh the monsters constantly belittling you and pulling out the faces of your loved ones and um speaking with their voices to you god that's fucked bob and like there there's this awful droning ambience that gets gets more intense as the game progresses the 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 game like it's it's structured in such a way that every time i've played it it's it's always really close like i i have been at 95 points and just lost because like it got to the point where we were always trying to one up each other and he just like it, it it's it's just one of those games that knows how to keep itself like how how to keep you just in reach of victory and still like be able to snatch it away from you at the last second and it's just like i don't know this is a really good horror game it uh, sounds like it the visuals look unsettling yeah it's it's really spooky i also just like the the little details like the little decanter off to the side and like the like this is a this is a neat character the the, the face stealer Hell um, yeah. He he's got a lot of personality to him and uh I don't know. I I I've really enjoyed my time with this game. I think it's really really cool what uh this this developer was able to do with uh you know, just like I said, just war a card game, you know, I learned when I was like five. It's just war played with the nightmare devil. Yeah, just war played with the actual literal devil himself. I want to play it. I want. I want a game like this, but it's Uno. <laughs> Uno with the devil would be a really fun game. That's really fucking cool, though. I love the idea. Video games where the computer character can cheat. Yeah, like that shit's so fucking interesting to me. No, I mean, I I hate doing this. Because th this, it's very, it's very inscription. Yeah, we. <laughs> all right, we said it. Okay, we got that, it. Out, we got it out in the open. That we that said is, it out loud. I I think that's become the. This is the Dark Souls of <laughs> blank, but like because like it, I I feel as though inscription's just going to be the thing we compare any like card game that does anything artistically interesting. I mean, shit, Bobby, we compare it to non-card games. We do. We really do. <laughs> but, but like, I, I think there is something, because, like, you know, they're both, they're both fundamentally, you know, card games, but they're also horror games. And they both use, they both use that card element to really great effect to build tension and to rack your nerves and to make you feel like all hell's about to break loose. Yeah, they're both antagonistic horror card games. And I I just I think this is just a genre I really want more of. I, I love this genre. <laughs> well hell yeah, Bob. Hell yeah. Uh so yeah, go check that out. Uh again, that's Face Down by Pr 
Prusas, P-R-S-A-S, I don't know, um, developed for Indie Spain Jam 2022, and it's free. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. Nice. Good game, Bob. I'm Thank I'm really you. interested. I'll, 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 I'm probably going to play this. You really need to, man. I'm probably going to play it play some more of this later tonight because I really want to fucking beat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten so close and it, it is it is pissing me off, honestly. So uh tell me, what what card games have you brought to the table? I understand that you had a much better time than I did. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of bad. I had a really good time. I played like a couple really good games. Uh uh but I just I couldn't find one that I was super satisfied with talking about um like i played a uh, card cowboy uh which i thought was cute um, I, I liked card cowboy i also didn't have much to say for it and there's porn being spanned in the comments for whatever reason what yeah no i i scrolled down there and there there there, there was like a, a spam bot or something like uh who who commented just like a gif of one of those like this gum this game will make you come in three seconds uh ads that's okay it's really uh, unfortunate right. for a game that adorable yeah it's kind of a precious little game anyway i played card cowboy that was fun uh, but i didn't have much to say about it um i played a uh, shroom and gloom uh which was a fun little card game um but again didn't have much to say about it it was uh it was a demo wasn't it uh, I don't know if it was a demo. It was a very short game. It was like a game jam game, a, sh a short game jam game. Okay. I feel a little guilty. The game I'm bringing does bleed very hard into last week's theme of vampires. I think I know what you're about to say. Deal me in, oh child of the night. I'm bringing High Stakes by Christman. I also played this. This is a very good game. I wanted to talk about this one, but I never got far far enough in. Like, I, I could only make it through two rounds before I just <laughs> couldn't figure it out anymore. There, there's a lot going on all at once. It's also in this exact genre we were just talking about with Face Down, I think. A little of antagonistic card games. No, this card game is very antagonistic. Let me give you the pitch. It's a lot more upbeat, but yeah. I don't know if I'd call this one upbeat. So it starts... It's got some pretty groovy music. Uh, It is kind of grooving. I've got like... Yeah, it's it, it, it grooves a little. Um, The pitch of the game is you are... Uh, hold on, I have it written down. Um, What the... Uh, the opening blurb. Not, not in the game, but right below the game on a... Itch.io. Las Vegas 2024. Vampires oh, have stolen your blood. Play the card game of your life to win it all back. And that's oh. the game. Oh, shit. I didn't even read the pitch. That's That rules. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they just set it two years in the future just for shit and giggles. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. I love that. The game opens with a vampire stealing your blood. Almost all of your blood. And saying, oh, I'm going to, don't worry, the last shot's on me. Maybe you can use that to win the rest of your blood back. And then you begin the card game of high stakes. A complex, at first, but I think simple to master card game that does something really beautiful that you don't see in a lot of card game, uh, a lot of like video game card games. Um, Basically Minesweeper. It is it is Minesweeper. It is small Minesweeper. And I love that this game feels like a classic gambling game. Like, it really feels like a game you could find at a table. What do you mean by that? Um, I mean, most, uh, most gambling games you play inside of a video game, when they, like, throw one in. I'm talking, um, like, a Caravan from New Vegas or a... Fucking Gwent... Like uh yeah, like Gwent from the from the Witcher is just very comp complex. Um, Caravan is I don't know if I'd call it complex, but there's like a lot to it. Um, and I don't know why, but I 
I always think about the card game from Rage. I don't think I ever played that. I, don't, I was, never played Rage, so I can't have played that, actually. It was like Pokemon. It was it was like kind of... It was like Inscription Pokemon. It, it's kind of like, you know, Rage is kind of like Inscription. Um, There's bad, evil stuff in it. Yeah, it, it seems like when a lot of developers want to put a gambling game in, they use a lot of their background from more tabletop card games than like gambling card games. Yeah, they they draw they draw more from like magic and Yu-Gi-Oh than <laughs> fucking than fucking Baccarat. Yeah. Um but this high stakes feels it has a level of unfairness that feels like a gambling game with just enough there to give you or at least make you feel like you have a slight edge. So, let me explain the game. Because the game is, uh, it doesn't give you, like, a tutorial. It just kind of throws you in. It just throws you into the deep end, yeah. If you scroll down, there's very clear, very concise instructions uh, below. You you play this in the browser. Um, you're playing a game with nine cards and a three-by-three three grid all face down. With one card at random face up. There are eight numbered cards from two to nine, and there's one vampire card with a value of ten. That card is always face down. The goal of the game, much like Minesweeper, is to turn over every single card except for the vampire card. Now, like you Minesweeper, can also... yeah, oh. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there, Bobby. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting there, Bobby. I want to get the basic instructions, and then I'll get into the advanced instructions. Gotcha. The more numbered cards you flip, the higher your stakes increase for when your round ends. If you win, your stakes, your total stakes, are added. To your winning pot and at the end of five rounds that pot goes into your blood bank in these rounds though you can also lose if you uh, turn over the vampire card and you can go into the negative and when you go into the negative at the very end of the, the the full five round match that blood is pulled out of your blood bank and if all the blood is pulled out of your bank you die and your your save file is erased oh shit Yes, and that is the base rules of the game. It's Minesweeper, try to, try to flip over all the cards without finding the vampire. The more you do that, the more stakes you get and the higher your winnings are. Now, if it was just flip over cards guessing, that wouldn't be very fair or engaging. I have some advanced rules that are, I say advanced, they're not advanced, they're the rules you need but they're on top of the basic rules. When you reveal a full line of cards, like a full vertical or horizontal line, you unlock a hint token. And those hint tokens are very subtle, very minor ways of you finding out where the vampire card is or which cards aren't vampire cards. There are three tokens you can get. There's a, a number token that can be placed on a face-down card that will show you a number and a plus sign. The number with a plus sign signifies that the card underneath will be of equal or greater value to the number displayed on the token. So if you put down a 2+, plus, it could be anywhere from 2 to the vampire card. Though it is more likely, I've found, that it is closer to the number that was displayed. So it is very unlikely that that is the vampire card. But not impossible. Not impossible. But if you get a 9+, plus, it is a 50-50 chance of that being a vampire card. Because the vampire has value of 10. And it still includes the, the 9. It's, yes. It's greater than or equal yes. to. Yes, and the trick comes in when you reveal more cards and you do see cards on the board that would be included in that. So if you see a 9 on the board, like you've already revealed a 9... But you put a token down. Then that's the freaking... Then that is the vampire. vampire. Uh, there's also a value token that you can place on uh, face-up cards where it will show whether or not a face-down card adjacent to that card is of lesser or greater value. Then there is the corner token, which is only available in higher value tables that when you get it, it will rotate around... It will rotate around the 3x3, three three and it will highlight a 2x2 two two corner that the vampire is in. Those are the, the only real things that give you an advantage. 
in this game. The only real things that help you actually find the vampire. Now, while the goal is to essentially find out where the vampire card is hiding, there are many situations where doing this relies on a lot of luck. During any part of the round, for a small blood penalty, you may pass the round if you so choose. I wasn't even aware you could do that. Yeah, I wasn't for the longest time. I thought it was just a win or lose thing. But no, if you feel like you've accrued enough blood points by just revealing half the board, and you're like, I don't have any tokens, my next guess is just going to be a pure luck guess. I don't want to risk it. I'm going to pass. And I'm going to take a small penalty. I'm not going to win as much, but I'm going to go away from this with a little bit of blood. And I learned that far too late. <laughs> it was I was like a few hours in and finally figured out you could pass. Yeah, because it is only the five rounds, right? Yes, it is five rounds per match. And if you win at least three of those rounds... You're invited to a double or nothing round by the vampire boss. So each each table uh, incrementally gets higher in value, and it's each hosted by a different vampire boss, each with this, like, kind of goofy but kind of, like, ghoulish or super low-bit image uh, that is plastered on the the, the underside of all the vampire cards. Um, Just this, like, black and white low-bit horror movie vampire. Like, they look like they were made for a creepypasta. Like, they're they're a little goofy, but they're also a little unsettling. Yeah, they're... I don't know, the the initial boss, like, the the, the first one's just like a Nosferatu guy, isn't it? Yeah. So, they will invite you to a double-or-nothing round, where, in this round, you cannot pass... And you cannot use the special technique that I haven't talked about yet. You must reveal the vampire. You must play the round all the way through. If you win, you double what you just made in all five of those rounds. If you lose, you don't take anything. Now, there is a special extra little mechanic that you don't have to ever use if you don't want to. But this is the stake. To the side of your uh, gaming table, there is a large wooden stake with a, uh, a a high value above it that slowly ticks down throughout the match. It ticks down every time you reveal a card. Now, at any point in the game, if you think you absolutely know where the vampire is, you can choose to pick up that stake and stab it through the card. And if you're correct, you get whatever you want, plus a uh, bonus for killing the vampire, and you get the high value that was above the stake. Now, every time you flip over a card, the value decreases because it is more likely that you know where the vampire is. But if you get, say, like a in lower stakes matches, like at, at lower stakes tables, um, they will have hint, some hint tokens on the board already for you that kind of help you get started into the game. Those go away at higher uh, ranked tables. But okay, yes. But let's say you start out with a, a nine card revealed, and you have a nine plus token. You can immediately just stake that card, and you you've you've won about the most you can get out of a match. Yeah, and that that seems like the uh, that that seems like the only really effective way to get all of your blood back. If that's the if that's the goal, sometimes. It depends, because it's 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 not as doable in higher ranks. It you really gotta be playing your cards right if you want to stake a vampire in the early match. Yeah, and that's the game. I just explained the whole game. Um, there's not an in-depth story to it. Uh, it's it's a game that functions purely on vibes and mechanics alone. Um, it's the perfect kind of gambling game, a game about competing likelihoods and fighting with chance. It has an incredible sound design and the art design. Uh, they're both like so minimalistic but perfect for this game. Yeah, it looks like something on the Virtual Boy almost. It's on the uh, the the Pico Eight. The oh shit. The the the, the virtual uh, it, Itchio's favorite virtual gaming console. 
Yeah, I think a uh, fishing vacation was. Yes, it was. We've had a good, we've had a decent amount of games we've talked about on the Pico. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just small. It's crunchy. It's when you when you stake, uh, one of the cards. You know, it 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 shakes the table, and some of the the tokens go flying around. Um, yeah, and it has that that classic, like chip toony sound effect where it's like, bing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that that little that little crunch. Yeah, it's and it's it has a really good way of pushing you through. Like the 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 very first table, it's you're playing for pennies. It's like. On a on a good match, you'll get like ten to fifteen milliliters of blood back. But let me say those those first couple matches are really good at deceiving you into feeling really good about your chances this run. A little bit, yeah, because it yeah because you start out with two tokens on the board, you're you're really feeling it, and then as you advance up the tables, those start to go away until you get up to the the big boy table where you can lose thousands of milliliters of blood in a game and there's no tokens already on the board you really have to like do it all yourself it's fun it's it's simple fun i've played so much of this little simple game i don't know i i feel as though this is like this game i i appreciate what it's doing but i also think i i I could point to this game as to why i don't like gambling (laughs) That's it's stressful. That's fair. I mean, I get it. It's yeah, gambling <laughs> gambling can be stressful, but I I really I'm a silly little boy who loves gambling. I had a lot of fun. Um and that is High Stakes by Chrisman. It was made for the a game by its cover jam 2020 and it is free in your browser. It's a a very easy fun pickup game. Go do it. If if I could if I could get this game on my phone, like that's all I would do. Oh fuck. That would own That would fucking own bones. I mean you got the room, just put like the move the stake to be like horizontal and like above the board at the top. Yeah, you could that'd be yeah, such an totally easy port. You could totally do it, yeah. You could totally do it. But I mean he he made the game in twenty twenty. I don't you know, it's not like a I'm not I'm not I'm not talking some hot fresh jams right here but you know it's still worth checking out. Yeah. Uh is there uh there anything else you've been playing Bobby? Uh so I I I played a little bit of uh that when you were when you were recommending card games for me to check out. Uh you sent me Stasis? Fuck yes, I was so hoping you'd talk about Stasis. Let me tell you, I didn't play very much of it. Okay. Just because I I got what it was doing, and I, I, I hadn't found face down yet. Or no, I had, actually. Yeah, never mind, I just lied to you, I'm sorry. You're a liar. Um, I am. That's and he's okay. not going to apologize. I'm ladies. not going to apologize. Wink. Wink. <laughs> um, It's Half-Life Inscription. Now, Bobby... What whatever do you mean? Oh, ma- it's Half-Life Inscription. <laughs> no, I I I heard I heard you. I It's Half-Life Inscription. Bobby, it's that's just that, it's that just seems, that seems a little reductive to compare games like that. <laughs> so for 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 the the layman out out there um if if you've played inscription like you know the standard setup you got like the scary the scary uh no face guy across from you um he he gives you cards you got to sacrifice cards to uh play bigger cards and uh yeah you do battle against each other and sometimes you can step away from the the table uh, to explore the room or whatever. Um, that is all exactly one to one the same. <laughs> okay. Except the the scary face dude is the G man, and um, the the little monsters, the, the the your card monsters you get are uh, the uh, the the aliens from Half Life. Now, now you mean literally? Literally, literally, it is like all. The- <laughs> 
it is all exactly the same. Like the the itch.io. Uh, I think it's really important to state that this game was made for an April Fool's jam, or it yeah. was made. It was like announced on an April Fool's day. Yeah, and it it is uh, it is a bit. It's a bit. It's absolutely <laughs> it's a, bit. a bit. It's a bit that it plays so delightfully straight faced. Um, <laughs> like and like you you have like the whole thing. Where like minor spoilers for inscription, I guess. Um, where you can find cards that'll like when when you're doing the exploration bits, like walking around the room, you can find cards that'll like talk to you, um, and like be your friends and give you advice or whatever. They have that, but it's just like the scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really fun, but I I, I played that for like ten minutes. And I was like, "Yeah, I, that's fair. I, get, I get what this is. I like it." <laughs> you you gave the April Fool's Day game a good chance, a good shake. As a bit, it it's a pretty good bit. It's a fun. It's funny. I it's like a funny it. bit. Um, that's about all I've been playing. Uh, ooh, I I actually did uh start playing. I actually don't know if this is on itch. I, I started playing it on Steam. A uh, new roguelike called uh. Dome Keeper? Dome Keeper. Yeah, you're just a dude in a so you're a dude in a dome on an alien planet. And, a dome uh, you, dude. A dome dude, a dome keeper, if you will. Um, and you gotta like you can dig underneath your dome, uh, but you can't like step out onto the surface. You just have to dig downwards uh mm-hmm. to mine materials and stuff, and your job is just to mine materials for upgrades for your dome. To protect the dome from uh from aliens and uh from from dome herders from dome haters uh dome heads well no we're the dome heads no we're They're, the dome heads dome heads yeah, rise up yeah do, yeah dome heads dome heads represent and uh that's that's basically it it's probably the coziest roguelike i've ever played just keeping that dome yeah i mean that that's an Im- that that's a fantasy I've had for such a long time. Just just a dude sitting in his dome, weathering out the elements. What's better than that? Just guys right. in a dome. The masculine urge to sit in a dome <laughs> as aliens attack. Well, that's uh, fun, Bobby. Yeah, it's got a it, it's got a dog in it. Oh, it's uh, got his a name dog. Is, his name's Drillbert. He has a drill nose. That's that a really good dog. That that he can use to like drill mine for materials uh but sometimes you get sleepy and you have to go wake him up oh good dog good drillbert i like drillbert uh but yeah that's basically all i've been doing that's fun uh what about you you been doing anything oh have i been doing anything Deal me in, oh child of the night. I played high stakes by jacob smith three two zero four uh anything else oh deal me in child of the night i played high stakes by soldier sorrowful what so high stakes are there multiple are there multiple of these so high stakes this is this is what i really wanted to talk about um is this what you meant by in a way when i asked yeah. if you played high stakes <laughs> this is what i really wanted to talk about um <laughs> <laughs> kind of the whole reason I brought this game um, was to talk about my one of my favorite game jams called the uh, Game By Its Cover Jam. Now, a Game By Its Cover Jam is a jam uh, that started in summer of 2015, and it is organized by Ludonaut and uh, Dom from Crows, 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 formerly of Crows, Crows, Crows. Um, it is an anti-crunch, non-competitive, no ranking, no prize, no voting, lax admission time, optional theme game jam, where each game, each game that is submitted must be inspired by a fake game that is present at the My Famicom, or I'm sorry, My Famicase exhibition, which is an art exhibition held in Japan where every year people send in submissions for fake Famicom games to be made into actual Famicom cartridges. 
and they are put on display. And the designs for these things are really fucking good. I like Grim Reap. It's very cute. Grim Reap is very good. There's a lot of super cool, super evocative cases. Like I've I've become just obsessed with all of these cases. All the cartridges they have just the cartridge and the image on the cartridge, and then some of them have little descriptions. Uh, some of them are very detailed descriptions of gameplay hooks, like a Gotcha Gotcha, a collecting game about grocery store gachapon machines, or Bleak, a survive and thrive vampire farming sim. Uh, some of them are just like, they have this really evocative like uh, sizzle language that like you used to see in old uh, video game like box art and uh, uh, commercials like um, the the back the details for the game Cooth Black Cat Best Bud Adventure Meep Eat Sleep Repeat or Lilac Experience the Many Gifts of Nature the colors the scents the plants and ascend into its tranquility. Oh, that's precious. That's precious, isn't it? And, and then there's also, you also got Smile, which is just a picture of human teeth with a smiley face emoji in the description. I was just about to say, there are some cartridges that just let you use your imagination, like The Cursed Cartridge and The Worst Cave. <laughs> That's a good name. The Worst Cave is, if you go down to the very bottom, I think, is where The Worst Cave is um, for uh, 2022, and it's... It's some real it's it's some very simple, very evocative art. It's it really lets your mind go wild with how simple it is. Oh shit, I love Investigator. Oh yeah, baby. I wanna play that. Now, High Stakes was a uh, uh was cartridge art made in 2020, submitted by Tyler Q. Anderson and Jamie C. Lee. Um, and there were multiple games that were inspired by this cover. Uh, the three that I found was, uh, you know, the the high stakes that I spoke of, the the gambling game, as well as high stakes by Jacob Smith three two zero four, an atmospheric point and click adventure about humans living in Las Vegas, a shining beacon of light in the eternal darkness brought on by Dracula, fuck, and high stakes by Soldier Sorrowful. A Doom clone where your only weapons are your hearty left hook and a deck of 52 playing cards as sharp as you can throw them. And baby, you can throw them pretty damn hard. Shit, dude. That owns. <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're cute little games. Um, I don't know how much I can recommend the high, the point and click high stakes because I, I couldn't get it to work super well. I, there were people I just couldn't talk to. I like that. I found a, there were a lot of parts where I just had to restart the game. I, I don't, I, I don't really recommend that. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a lovely little game jam inspired by an incredible art exhibition, and it's so cool seeing like a every year there's a, a bunch of games that are all inspired by the the same cartridge. There's there's always like a real breakout cartridge. Um, such cartridges like Fishing with Dad. Wolf Tower and Short Rest, um, they all have like five or six different games inspired by the cartridge, and it's really interesting to see developers' different takes on just a cartridge cover. Yeah, that is a really interesting concept. I I love stuff like that, man. Yeah, it's fucking bananas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I really want to talk about. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Slime Rancher 2, but you know that's that's neither here nor there. I've never played Slime Rancher. Uh it tickles my brain in the perfect way. It has a it has a way of like spacing out its main gameplay loops into sections that make you want to just keep going. It's one of the perfect podcasting games. It's one of the perfect like just listening to podcasts, watching videos on another screen game. All right. I can get behind that. I need another one of those games. Yeah, I recommend Slime Rancher. Um, yeah. Slime Rancher 2 is pretty good. It's an early access, so there's not like a ton there, but it's pretty good. Hell yeah, brother. I believe that is uh, all we have dealt for the table, but 
Shut the fuck up. There's it's one over. last hand that must be played. It's over. Come on, man. But- <laughs> Just talk normal like. Just talk normal like. Hey, man, you don't have to do that no more. Sorry, Bobby. I'm a gambling man. I do this all the time now. Okay. <laughs> spin the wheel so I can get out of here. Um, <laughs> at the end of every episode... We spin a wheel filled with gaming topics and subjects, and whatever it lands on, that's the kind of game we'll talk about next episode. We have had such such glorious hits as uh, snakes. Vampires. Vampires. Snakes. Space. Cards. Space. Let's spin our wheel, baby! Spinning! How lucky can one guy be? I spun her and she spun me. Like a fellow once said, ain't that a game in the head? <laughs> what we got today, brother? Next episode, we will be talking exclusively about ugly games. That's very good. That's very good. I'm very excited about ugly games. Oh shit. That's going to be really good. Ooh, bring a- bring them out. Bring them out into the light of day. Let me give us ooh, your slime, baby. Ooh, let me look at those ugly little guys. God bless this mess, man. <laughs> look at this guy. Lord bless this mess. Lord bless this fella. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for sticking with us. Ten episodes. Can you believe it? Ten episodes. Who would have thought? The Big Ten. What? We really couldn't have done it without you. I mean, we would have. We would have. We would have done it anyway, but it would It would have sucked. I mean, it would have been all right. It would have been all right. It would have been okay. Yeah. This I'd isn't for, do it. This is for me. This is for it, me and you. This is for Bobby. Uh, I'd also uh, like to thank uh, Busy Busy for the use of our theme music, Twinkle Park. Go check them out on Bandcamp. They kick ass. Hell yeah, they do. We put up an episode every other Thursday, uh, and they come up on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all your other podcasters. So uh, look out for them and uh, give us a, give us a like and a share if you uh, do so care. If you if you if you like, maybe leave us a review if that's a, a thing. That'd be cute, your, right? I'll Tell fra- us what you think. I'll frame I'll frame our first review. Tell us what you think. It's okay. We won't be offended. We won't judge. This is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Go on and dish the tea. Please. Pretty please. Ooh, let me me get that that tea. Let me slurp up that leaf juice. Um, I'm, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And as always, I am Bobby McCarthy. And we're we're two itchy boys. boys. I think we can use that. Yeah.